Good morning, good people, and welcome to the Pool Proof Wisdom Podcast. It's early on this morning, and I find myself compelled to have a conversation about something that's been on my mind lately that is an admission that I am not that happy to make, but must be made anyway. Sometimes you just need to peel off the Band-Aid, sustain the pain, and deal with whatever it is that's going to happen afterward. You see, now, last year, I actually had a great deal of time when I was very happy with myself because while a lot of people were complaining about you know, gaining quarantine weight, I lost weight. I lost like 60 pounds last year and into this year. And I was beginning to get to the point where I was seeing the finish line. Then work picked back up. A few situations occurred. Um, things happened that I was not necessarily that happy with. And throughout the process, somehow my eye was taken off the so-called ball and I just kind of fell back into old habits. This is something that happens repeatedly when you have struggled with, dealt with, confronted your weight and losing it and gaining it all over again throughout your life as I have. There's a lot of people out there who can understand this. So I took my eye off the ball and, you know, I assumed everything was gonna be okay because I hadn't done anything that was dramatically different. Then I have a knee issue. I um, don't have cartilage in my left knee. So from time to time, it creates problems. And when it creates problems, you can't work out because it's difficult to do so, it's painful, so on and so forth. You get the idea. So you're not paying attention. You're kind of nibbling at this and nibbling at that, where before, I was completely on plan. I could not be put in a position where I was going to do anything but what I intended to do. And I was totally into it. I was so focused. It was fascinating and it was inspiring. A lot of people were very excited about the fact that I was making the progress that I was making. So was I. But what happens when you start taking your eye off that ball, when you fall into habits that don't seem that big of a deal, but ultimately are, is you let go of construct, which for me is you forget why you're doing what you're doing and you're assuming that whatever you're doing at the moment is okay. So you flash forward these months later and I've got to tell you, <laughs> I stood on the scale a few uh, days ago and I, was, I wasn't shocked, I was disappointed because the fact is, I regained 25 pounds of the 60 I'd lost. And I knew it. I mean, I do videos every other day called Pool Proof Wisdom Moments. I see what I look like and I could see the additional weight gain that had returned. You try not to pay attention to it. You ignore it. You think it's a matter of angles, but inherently, you know the truth. So I knew it. I just had full confirmation of it when I stood on the scale. And as I said, it was more a sense of disappointment because I'd worked so hard, I'd done so much, but at the end of it all, despite what I know about what I did, all that matters is what I have done, and that is to let all of that work go by the wayside and find myself 25 pounds heavier than I'd been after I'd lost the 60 in the first place. Disappointing, as I said, but not so daunting that I somehow feel the need to give up or to throw up my hands in defeat. I don't do that. It's not how I'm built. 
Um, I'm kind of the guy who, no matter what, I call myself a dog with a bone. I will not give up, period. So here I am admitting it. And a lot of people would perhaps have difficulty with that because they would be ashamed um, of the fact that they have regained weight. But let me tell you, after years of dealing with this, it happens. And I don't spend any time trying to feel one way or the other about it. As I said, disappointed is about as big a emotion as I will have about it. I just get up and I start over again. And that's where I am today. But I know a lot of people live in the age right now where we have this term, which really gives me pause about fat shaming. And, you know, I've been fat a lot of my life. I'm not going to lie about it. It is what it is. Am I ashamed of it? Never have been. And I don't understand people who are, but then again, that's not for me to understand. It's individual for everybody. I can't be fat shamed because I will tell you, my simple belief is I don't care what size I am. I am fully in possession of my ability to do what I do, to be who I am, to be successful, to have strong beliefs in my capacity and my capabilities, no matter what. I can walk into a room as large as I've been, and I've been 300 pounds, folks, so let's face it. <laughs> Either you learn to live with it or you will not live and you will go without the benefit of having a life. And I chose to live. But I've gone into rooms you know, substantially larger and I will still own those rooms no matter what. Because at the end of the day, I am still constantly aware of who I am, what I believe, what I stand for, and what I can do. That is not dictated by my weight, except there are certain things I realize I can't do. For instance, I am never going to be someone who's on the runway necessarily <laughs> modeling the ladies in menswear because of it. Uh, couple that with the fact that I'm only five, six and a half on a good day, five, seven, if I straighten all the way up, there is that as well. But I don't worry about that because I live in the space and the span of the life I have, the body I have. So there's really nothing anyone can say. Call me fat and I'm like, yeah, you got that right. I'm not going to spend a lot of time worrying about it. So I don't really personally associate myself with the concept of fat shaming. The only person who can shame you is yourself because what you inherently believe lets you contend that what people say about you is important. And I'll say, unless you love me and I love you, I really don't give a damn what you think about me or what you say about me. So you can't fat shame me. So I am not fat shaming myself. I'm simply stating the obvious. I am not comfortable in the body that is larger. I am concerned about the health conditions that occur when I'm overweight substantially. And I don't believe that just because it's a struggle, that is a rationale for giving up. It's interesting because, you know, I woke up and I looked at my horoscope. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe you do that. I thought that you were this kind of intellectual. I'll tell you something about horoscopes. I don't know anything about sun interventions and intertwinings and all of this stuff and Mercury and retrograde. But what I do know is this. If you have faith, you realize that God uses any means and methods that can be found to reach you, to make sure that a message that needs to resonate with you is received. And, you know, I wrote once in one of my uh, blog posts that Moses saw a burning bush and I got an email. That's how it works. 
you find that the way that messages come to you are individualized. And because I happen to look at horoscopes from time to time, I think the good Lord uses horoscopes to communicate with me. And it's interesting, given how I woke up and what I was thinking about these past few days, this message is the one that I received today, July 27th, 2021. Rebooting your body may be appealing to you now, but the details of making it happen could get in the way. Perhaps a diet or exercise program is too demanding to fit into your life, or the hairstyle of your dreams requires too much maintenance. There may be a change out there that is right for you, but before you commit to anything, have a realistic sense of what you can actually live with. Test any new idea against that standard. See what I mean? Perfectly aligned with what I needed to know and what I needed to understand about getting back on the proverbial horse and starting over. I wish that I had not regained the weight. I know why I regained the weight. But in between those two realities is the fact that I am not going to continue on this path because I don't want to. That's where the choice becomes so important. Weight, losing, gaining, comfort levels, what have you, that's all very individual. By traditional standards, the goal that I have for my eventual weight that I want to weigh would still be larger than a lot of people would be interested in. But on my body, it looks terrifically, terrifically thin. I know because I've been there before. So I don't spend a lot of time thinking this is what this person weighs or this is what that person looks like because this journey, this weight loss, this body is mine to contend with. And the only person who is in the best position to determine what is best for it is me. And so I make this admission this morning about having gotten off track, not because I'm saddened by it, not because I am somehow broken by it, but because I'm reminded that there will be successes and there will be failures with our bodies, with our, our work, with our relationships, whatever it is. But the only thing that matters isn't the fact that there will be failures on occasion as well, but whether or not in experiencing those failures, those things that may disappoint us, we get up, rise up and continue trying again. That is the one thing that has defined my life is that there's been a lot of stuff that I've had to go through, a lot of experiences I've had, some of my own creation, most of them, of course, beyond my ability to control what's happening. But the consistency has been, I have always chosen to rise up, to get up, to fight, continue trying, never, ever, ever giving up. And for those who are saying, well, when you've had failures and you continue to deal with the same problems, well, shouldn't you just get comfortable with where you are? Perhaps some people should. That's not who I am. That's not who I'm going to be. I still believe that there is a different experience in this body I'm supposed to have and therefore will continue to do the work to help manifest that reality. That's the difference. And I will tell you all this morning that this be a moment for foolproof wisdom for you. You are not your circumstances. If you are larger than you want to be right now, if you are slimmer than you want to be right now, if you want to change something about your body, your life, your health, your wellness, 
your experiences, your relationships, you must do the work. There is one truth about who I am, and that is there may be better looking people in the world, taller people in the world, people with better bodies, people who have greater capacity in terms of their reach, their professional you know, attributes, um, the way that they're perceived in the world, more followers, more people who support them. But there will never be anyone when it comes to those things that are important to this individual life that I'm living, who will ever, ever outwork me when it comes to doing what's necessary to make my life the best that it can be. I think so it is for all of us, but we must make that choice. Choose to be better, choose to do the work and choose to be the difference in our own lives. To paraphrase that often wrongly paraphrased statement from Mahatma Gandhi, choose to be the change in our own lives that we want to be. And that is something that we all have to endeavor to do every day of every day we get to live. So today it's back to the lab again, people. I've got to do what I know is necessary to get off what I've put back on. And I'm going to start, I'm going to fight. And you know what? I'm going to win because winning for me is the very moment I decided to get back in the habit of doing what's necessary to protect, preserve, and ensure my life goes forward, at least to the extent that I can have a role in the outcome the way I want it to be.